on In Radio, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts, I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. In a bar in Canada, two men jabbed their fingers at me recently in a friendly way and asked me a simple question. Where is the best-sounding radio in the world? And what a great question that was. Well, I avoided the answer and we discussed it and I think we got broad agreement on what helps make great-sounding radio and the things you need for it. First, I think the question expected a country as an answer, and I don't think that's possible. There'll be brilliant radio and rubbish radio across any country you look at. It's also relatively pointless, too. You couldn't go to a country and listen to the radio there anyway. Instead, I think the question is better answered with a city. But which city has the best-sounding radio in the world? Well, as we discussed it, we realised that you need a number of conditions to give you great-sounding radio. You need a great economy, one that helps radio companies invest in talent and programming rather than solely cut costs. More money normally means more money for talent, production and marketing. And while it doesn't always follow, a station with more money spent on it will normally sound better than one without. Radio is growing in many markets in the world. Finland and the UK have both posted record figures recently, and Australia is also up. But city economies are very different to country economies, and almost everywhere, large cities do rather better than rural areas in the same country. You also need a fair amount of competition, particularly within individual formats. It's no good just having one top 40 station because they can become complacent and they don't need to work as hard if there isn't another station snapping at their heels. And as we chatted further, it would seem that in most places you need both public and commercial radio to keep the quality of both as high as possible. In most cases, public radio means fewer or zero commercials on the air and the private stations need to bear that in mind when they produce their output. So a high-quality public broadcaster normally raises the quality of others. A place with a multi-platform market also helps to increase competition, of course. Whether it's DAB or internet radio, more choice for the listener can lead to higher quality programming, as radio stations work harder to retain market share. So our beer fueled panel also highlighted another condition, a fluid market. If there's no movement in the station rankings, things can get a little stale and boring. But if there are regular upsets and switches in station order, that leads to much more interesting competition, a much more interesting sounding radio. Finally, and this is purely uh, a lazy thing from a Brit, another condition is that it needs to be in the English language. Now that might be a little controversial, but it's not much good pointing people to stations speaking Norwegian, for example, since the stunning programming might be lost on most people who don't speak Norwegian. Sorry, Norway. And as an Englishman, I'm inherently lazy when it comes to learning new languages. So sorry, but there we go. Anyway, with all of those conditions in mind, I would like to suggest the following four cities for the best-sounding radio in the world. London, a strong BBC, and almost permanent switches between Bauer and Global's stations for the commercial number one. A huge amount of choice on digital as well. Sydney, well-resourced stations in a constant state of flux, at least on FM, with additional digital choice beginning to make significant inroads. Vancouver. Uh, rather more movement in this market than in Toronto and therefore a much more interesting listen than the same old from Canada's largest market and Dublin, very uh, competitive market in Dublin. There's a wide variety of stations and formats, both local and national. And no, there's no US radio market here. In the opinion of my friends around the table, US radio hasn't been the best sounding for many years. 
It'd be interesting to know what you think. Uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, at James Cridland, or on Facebook. Just search for me at facebook.com slash radiofuturologist. Uh, You can also get my newsletter, james.cridland.net. We'll find that. Uh, That's not the usual URL I give out. I should give out my proper URL, which is james.crid.land. Yes, that's it. Uh, And that's how you get my uh, newsletter. Uh, And until next time, keep listening.